Wow, what a game tonight between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the St. Louis Blues. Pittsburgh gets back in the win column, a 3-2 shootout victory over the Blues. I have a full game recap coming up right for you all right after this job going into everything. Kasperi Kapanen's great performance, John Marino playing really well, Tristan Jari, Chris Letang, Mike Matheson, so much more coming up right after this drop. Your Locked On Penguins, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You want to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter, LO underscore Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. As I teased off the off the um, in my intro, what a win by Pittsburgh tonight. Um, that was a, another dominant performance by the Penguins. I thought for a while there that they were not going to get that extra point. I mean, hell, honestly, in regulation, I thought the Blues were going to score on to make it three to two multiple times. Tristan Jari had to bail their asses out um, on quite a few occasions. Um, this was a big win for Pittsburgh. You know, it, if they had lost this game, it would have been way worse than the other night in Nashville. That one didn't really irk me that much. I don't, I don't really think it should have irked a lot of other fans as well because you know the Penguins they made a couple of mistakes, but UC Soros was just really good. And this one, I know Billy Huso was really good, but the Penguins just made a couple of really stupid mistakes um, at times. You know, the, the, you know they had a two on one rush going one way, they don't shoot it, and then David Perron comes back, makes it two to one, and then. Very early in the third period, Marcus Patterson with some very soft defense. Blues tie it, and then they get a couple of power plays after that. Um, and they get some pretty good looks. Vladimir Tarasenko at even strength also is robbed point blank by Tristan Jari's pad. Um, you know, I, I definitely did not think that this was going to go the Penguins' way in the third period until, of course, they started to push back and get a lot of chances. But, you know, I really liked this performance. Um, they were outskating the Blues basically that entire game. Um, you know, honestly, through those first 40 minutes, it was shaping up to be a 2-0 game going into the third. And the Penguins looked flawless. They were not making any mistakes defensively. They were clear, cleaning up their own zone really well. Offensively, they were getting plenty of chances. It was just the same as usual. Penguins not finishing on their chances. Right now, according to Jay Fresh's model, <clears throat> excuse me, they are 30th in the NHL in finishing. All their other metrics are top 10 to top 5. That, that, that is what may kill the Penguins in the playoffs, you know, for a deep playoff run. Um, they, they have to start finishing their chances more. Um, they got a couple goals tonight, but, you know, they easily could have had four or five if, you know, they'd actually, you know, just shot on some odd man rushes and finished more of their chances on the power play, especially that last power play where um, Huso just robbed so many players point break. Gensel was robbed. Gino was robbed. Rust was robbed. I'm pretty sure Sabe was robbed on there from the doorstep as well. Um, you know, he was playing his tail off. Um, this one, you know, I said last night in my preview, I, I didn't know if he was going to start tonight, but I said I also wouldn't be surprised because of how good he's been playing. You know, right now, after honestly, after this performance, I would start him in the playoffs if I were the Blues. He's been their better goalie this year. Um, Jordan Bennington has not been that. I thought he would start just because this was a big game, but I totally understand the reasoning for why St. Louis went to Huso. If we look at the underlying numbers tonight, at 5-5, the Penguins had 72% of the shot attempts. They had 72% of the scoring chances. 66% of the high danger chances, 68% of the expected goals, and they were only uh, 500 
an actual goal is worth IP5. That is, that goes to show how dominant it was uh, for the Penguins. The only reason why this game went to overtime and a shootout after that was because of Billy Huso. Um, what a year he's having. Um, like as I said last night, basically top 10 in goals saved above expected. And this is this is a backup. You know, I, I, honestly, going into this year, I had no idea who he was. Um, you know, I think the whole National Hockey League and all the fans right now are quickly learning, <clears throat> excuse me, who this guy is because that was a great performance from him. Um, but Brian Russ is able to get that shootout winner. Um, he's now five for five for his career. I did not know that going into tonight. I thought Steve Mears honestly had that beautiful announcer drink, jinx that, you know, so many announcers do. Oh, this guy's two for two on free throws tonight. I wonder what's going to happen here. Oh, Brexit. Oh, Justin Tucker is 15 of 15 for 50 plus field goals this year. Oh, misses this one because of course that's what happened. Oh, you know, and then tonight, Ryan Russ, he's th uh, three for th uh, four for four overall on shootouts for his career. Is he going to make a five for five? I'm like, well, probably not. And of course, he does score because, you know, he's been big game Brian this entire year. You know, what a shot that was to go on the glove side on Huso. But, you know, shout out to Tristan. Four spectacular saves in the shootout. And they came off some pretty damn good players. Vladimir Tarasenko, one of the silkiest players in the NHL. You know, he usually knows how to make it. Uh, he usually knows how to deke. Um, and it looked like he had Tristan beat blocker side but he was able to block it away. And I saw Tarasenko look back at him a couple of times. He was like, are you serious right now? You really just made that save. Um, saved a, one on O'Reilly. I think I found one, I think actually went over the net. Um, you know, Jordan Cairo, you know, he's a very silky player himself. Um, you know, just some really great players that the Blues put out there for the shootout that, you know, Tristan just, you know, turned away with ease. And honestly, it was very Marc-Andre Fleury-like. Um, just really cool calm collected in the net he's playing much more aggressive in the shootout lately it's, you know his struggles in the shootout you know i saw this from ck 404 response on uh, penguins twitter you know he tweeted this and i agree with him you know it's honestly like it's been three or four years since jari struggled in shootouts um obviously i know it was earlier in the season that he ended up stinking um the joint in them but um you know he's just making all these saves very easy right now you know again earlier in the year his save percentage was, you know, around like not even 600 or something. I, I have to double check what um, his save percentage is now, but, you know, he is he has not allowed a lot of goals um, in the shootout ever since, you know, the first couple of weeks, the first month of the season. Um, and, you know, when you, when, you, when you need your goalie to step up and make the saves in those situations, um, he did. And that was one of the biggest reasons why the Penguins were able to win on this game. And again, you know, also in regulation too, I know the blues didn't have a lot of chances. I know back to natural statric here, St. Louis only had six total high danger chances, two of them in the third period, but you know, he, he was able to save um, uh, most of them. Uh, that's right. I think, I think four out of the six, I remember because the Peron one was basically right in front of the net. And then the, the Barbashev one was right in the front of the net as well. So I would say, you know, you get four for six on those, all the other shots he was able to save with relative ease. Um, so another great performance from him. You know, we're getting close now to the Stanley Cup playoffs. It hard, it's hard to believe we're about six to seven weeks away. He is showing no signs of slowing down right now, um, knock on wood, to say the least. But um, this has been a tremendous road trip so far for the Penguins. Um, they've outplayed two very elite teams um, th this week. Um, I think Nashville, you know, they're I know they're in a wild card spot, but that's a pretty good team. St. Louis, they're second in the Central for a reason. 
Um, they're trying to get home ice in the first round, whether it's against Minnesota or um, Nashville. Of course, I almost, almost forgot about that. And, you know, they, they have a lot of talent um, on that team. I, I love their forward depth. Their defense is not bad either. And, you know, if Huso continues that play, um, you know, honestly, who knows what the Blues can do in the playoffs. I also don't think they're done adding. Um, that's for sure. So big win. I thought this was one of the best performances of the season for Pittsburgh. And, you know, now they conclude that nine-game stretch, six and two and one versus some of the best teams in the NHL. Um, honestly, if we um, t- if we do just, you know, that five-game stretch that the Penguins just included, uh, that, that the Penguins just con- concluded, excuse me, and then add this two-game stretch with Nashville and St. Louis, the Penguins are actually, so they're four and two and one in their last seven games against some of the best teams in the league. Six and two and one overall before that but you know that exceeds my expectations that's for sure this was you know part a lot of this month was a gauntlet i still the rest of this month is still mostly going to be very tough i know the penguins have a couple very winnable games coming up but this was a big these were big games for the penguins you know big tests and i would say they passed them with relative ease there is no doubt this is one of the best teams in hockey um after this but i have a lot more to get to for this uh game coming up in the next segment kasper kapanen john marino um, Mike Matheson, uh, so much more. Before I get to that, it's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. I hope not all of your brackets are busted. Thankfully, all four of my final four teams are still in. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs. And info, BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. I'm going to follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. So uh, let's just start off this segment with Kasperi Kapanen. Uh, this is probably the best game I've seen him play in a while. Probably, I don't know, a month, two months, maybe hell, maybe even three months. Yeah, he was flying all over the rink, got some quality chances um, uh, in uh, all three periods. And the pass that he threaded to Mike Matheson uh, for that goal to make it uh, a 2 nothing was nothing short of sensational. Um, at least I'm pretty, pretty, yeah, I was making sure that was the um, the goal that made it. Um, to nothing here. I, I feel like I'm like messing that up and I don't want to mess that up. Um, just making sure here. Let's see. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Making, I, I, I ha- for a second, I thought the Rubito one made it to nothing, but I had, I had to just double check my notes and just make sure all um, penguins were and all that. Anyways, moving forward. Um, the pass that happened and had cross ice, you know, right off the boards to Matheson and then his blast pass, who so, um, what a shot that was. You know, he's closing in on double digit goals this year. This is the best hockey I've ever seen him play. Um, and I'm sure he would say that as well. Um, this has been quite the performance from him this season. You know, he struggled at times last season. It didn't look like, you know, the Penguins were getting equal value in that Hornquist trade, but they are definitely reaping the benefits now. I mean, it's definitely looking like, you know, more of a 50 50 deal, at least this season. Um, compared to last season where it was maybe like, you know, 65, 35, 70, 30, all that. But, you know, great pass by Captain and even better shot there by Matheson. But, you know, I just, I can't say enough about Captain for tonight. You know, he could have, you know, filled the net, you know, once or twice 
Um, this is a performance that he needs to build off of. And as I said in my Wednesday episode, you know, remember what Jeff Carter did after Kapanen missed that breakaway on Tuesday night in Nashville. You know, put his hand on his leg, tapped him a few times. It's like, hey, you know what? You're going to break out of this slump at some point. I'm here for you. You know, you're, you're going you're gonna to get through this. And tonight, this was a step in the right direction. I, again, I said on Wednesday, you know, watch to see if this could really kickstart him a bit. It, and that's exactly what happened in this game. I, I can't be more thrilled that Captain had a really good performance um, in that game. So um, just a really good job um, by him there. And I almost just messed up my mic uh, for some reason. I don't know why my mic was um, – you know, not in front of me. It was a little to the side. I had to put it in front of me here um, for just a second. But again, you know, just really nice uh, job there. You know, John Marino, he had a couple really nice deeks. Um, those were spectacular. Uh, you know, he was really controlling play in the offensive zone. I, and it was honestly spectacular to watch, uh, to be honest. Defensively, um, you know, he was great. Didn't really um, allow too much in the uh defensive zone to the blues but you know there's a couple moments um, i think in the second period you know he, he digged around one of the blues forwards cut right to net got a really good high danger chance um a couple other really nice shots on net this is another performance that he can definitely build off of you know he, i thought he, he was also activating um in the offensive zone a lot more than he normally does you know i know he's um a bit more you know what's the word i'm looking for here um, I guess shy to do it, but tonight, you know, he definitely left everything out on the ice. This was another performance that, you know, I definitely think, you know, he could build off of for sure. So two really good, encouraging performances from two players that, you know, have definitely been, you know, I guess the whipping boys, more so Captain. I think he's been definitely been the whipping boy for a lot of people in the fan base, but you know, I think, you know, there's definitely, I think, more to give there with him. So um, really nice game from him to Trevor Weedle, you know, he's able to get another goal this year. I believe that was his uh, third goal of the year for the Penguins. And, you know, bomb from the point, a lot of traffic in front of Huso. Couldn't really see it. Um, I love that he was able to basically point to the heavens after, you know, I believe his family is from St. Louis. So I'm sure this goal definitely meant a lot to him there. Um, so to see him contribute and, you know, again, more depth scoring for the Penguins in these wins. You know, it's now been basically a week since Ron Hextall, um, called out the depth in his press conference, you know, with about close to a week and a half to go to the deadline. You know, tomorrow we're going to be three days away now from the deadline. There was no moves on Thursday. It's still a little quiet around the deadline. Um, but, you know, the depth is continuing to step up, again, with Mike Matheson and Trevor Weedle tonight, you know, both defensemen getting goals. And then Brian Russ, I know he's able to get the shootout goal. He's one of their top six players. But, you know, it's good that Crosby, Malkin, you know, Russ and Gensel, they don't have to carry the load at even strength like we saw you know, for, you know, the last several weeks and all that. So that was really impressive to see, you know, the depth coming alive there. Um, I also think, you know, shout out to the Penguins penalty kill. Um, five for five on Blues power plays. And especially at the beginning of the game, that was probably one of the, that was honestly the worst start to a game that I think I've seen watching a game this year. And I think, you know, all of you listeners that listen to the show, you would probably agree with me on that because, you know, Latang basically take a penalty right off the opening face-off. And then Jeff Carter takes a high-sticking penalty, basically not even 30 seconds into the game, it felt like. And, oh, great, they have a five-on-three, the Blues do, for about a minute, 35, minute 40. It's like, well, the Penguins are probably about to go down one nothing, But the PK stood tall. 
Brian Dumoulin had some incredible blocks. Um, Teddy Bluger was awesome on that unit. You can really see how much he means to the PK. Brian Boyle's long reach was getting in the way with some of these passes, and Tristan Jari was also standing tall here, also able to kill off the five on four. That happened after that too. Just you know, really impressive stuff um, from the Penguins PK. You know, it's it, it's really buzzing right now, especially with the return of Teddy. Um, he just he, he makes such a huge difference. Um, on that PK, you know, I just, I thought the game was maybe going to get away from them there, but after that the Penguins really settled into the game and they just blew the blues. Um, no pun intended. They blew them right off the rink that entire game. Um, they doubled them up in shots again, scoring chances, shot attempts, all of it. So all in all, very, very impressive performance tonight by the Penguins to say the least. I'm a, I have a little more on this game coming up here in the next segment. So stick around for that right after this commercial break. All right. I'm back here on this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You want to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show to LO underscore Penguins. Um, this is a cool tweet from Penguins PR that I'm looking at. So Tristan Jari, fourth goaltender in Penguins history to win 30 games in a single season with the team. Um, tied for third with Matt Murray. Murray did it once. Tom Brasso's done it twice. And then, of course, Marc-Andre Fleury um, has done it eight times. Um, Shootout-wise, I'm not really going to comment on it too much, but for the love of God, I know Brian Russ had a nice shot there, but can anyone on this team want Deke? I, I just want to see one. You know, Sidney Crosby comes in. You know, we always see one or two things. He's just going to come in a little slow, shoot it, or he's going to you know, do maybe do a little bit of a deco to the backhand. Decides to be a lot more patient on this one, come in, save, and then uh, Chris Letang does not do his patent, patent, excuse me, you know, forehand, backhand move. You know, decides to stick to his forehand there. Um, you know, Jake Ensel, he just missed to hit the crossbar, but it's just like, oh, I, I know shootouts really don't matter come playoff time. And it's honestly whatever to me, but I just want to see some cool moves by the Penguins in there. Um, I know at the end of the day, the Penguins won, but had they lost, um, that would especially still um, have this take. Um, that's for sure. Um, you know, one thing I also noticed too, um, getting close now to wrapping up the show, Chris Letang was an absolute menace um, in this game, especially in overtime. I do not think he came off the ice that entire, that last two to two and a half minutes. Um, and honestly, towards the end of that overtime, it looks like he could still play for another five minutes. Um, the conditioning with this player is off the charts. Um, it looks like he doesn't ever get tired out there. And I know he's one of the hardest conditioned players in the league. Don't get me wrong. I know he, his, his gym routines during the offseason are you know, second to none. But it is crazy how good he is, even when he's played for so long. Um, in a game like this, because you know a lot of players at that time maybe gas, they need to come off the ice. Nope, not Chris Thang. He's still you know skating his way up the ice, looking like he's only played three minutes so far. When in reality, um, he's logged over twenty to twenty-five minutes of ice time. That's just him. Um, you know he was um, flying in the offensive zone that entire overtime, just corralling the puck beautifully. Um, honestly, looking a little like Sidney Crosby, to be honest. Um, this was a masterclass game, I thought. From him, a much better performance than what we saw um, in Tuesday night um, in Nashville. Um, you know, he, he always follows up those dud performances with some of his best performances of the season. So I am not surprised by that um, at all. So 
Um, again, big win. The Penguins stay five points ahead of Washington. The Capitals are really hot. Um, as of late, Pittsburgh is you know second place right now. The Rangers also lost in regulation tonight. The Islanders won again. They're six and one and one in their last eight games. They're trying their best to make a run, but Washington keeps winning. So um, it's just not going to happen there, um, to say the least. I think, you know, looking at my notes um, and all that, looking at my Twitter, I believe I got everything. And oh, here is a cool shootout stat to end um, the podcast. Per Bob Grove, Tristan Jari has stopped um, 14 of his last 16 attempts in the shootout. That is how good he's been. You know, those are Mark Andre Fleury like numbers when he was in his prime here in the city, you know, when he would always go to the shootout. So um, just really nice stuff um, from uh, Tristan, obviously, um, with these shootouts. Um, Penguins, another cool fun fact from Bob Road, they've only had two shootouts versus the Blues. They've won them both. The other one uh, came January 24th, 2012. Um, Malkin and Chris Kunitz um, got the goals in the shootout to win that one. So this was their first shootout against the Blues um, in almost a decade um, at this point. So Penguins are back in action on Saturday against the Arizona Coyotes. That'll be the final time they play Arizona this year. Um, do not sleep on Arizona. I will have a full preview on that game coming out for my Friday episode. Um, that is a team that is playing a lot better hockey right now. They have nothing to lose, and they're scoring goals in bunches. And they have a good rookie goaltender who is stealing the show um, on a lot of nights right now. So that could be a sneaky good game, I should say, um, for the Penguins. And, you know, I'm sure um, Penguins fans are going to fill up that rink um, in Glendale. You know, the Penguins fans always show up um, there in Arizona. And that'll be the Penguins' last game before the NHL trade deadline on Monday. We're only a few days away now um, from that deadline. So, again, great performance by the Penguins tonight. I would have been very miffed had they lost. But, you know, the march of the Penguins continues. They are now, they got points 82 and 83. They are now 18 points up on the Blue Jackets. Again, both teams have 20 games left in this season. Um, Penguins all but assured to be in the playoffs. At this point, it's all about, you know, just continuing to play good hockey and continue to bang points to try and get home ice potentially even when the Metro, the Penguins are also four points out of the Carolina Hurricanes right now for first place in the Metro. Um, I think, yeah, again, that covers it. Um, again, also loved what Mike Sullivan has been doing with Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby, continue to give them shifts after the Blues uh, power plays. And again, it almost led to a, a goal on a couple occasions. So I definitely want to see Sullivan continuing to do that. That's for sure. So that'll do it for this one. I hope you all have a great rest of your Thursday. I'll be back on Friday with another episode for this show. I will talk to you all then.